0: Hey, everybody. Please note that this is a previously recorded episode and our format was to alternate picks. The plan is now to redrop the episodes in order, starting with the first season. Please ignore anything said regarding why we picked it or what future picks are going to be, as that has become irrelevant. Also note that there's going to be some sound quality deviations versus seasons 10 and 11 because some of these episodes were recorded a couple of years ago. And finally, these republished episodes in the old format will be indicated with a bracket in the title that says republished. All right, we will see you guys next week with normal formatting. LSG Media is proud to bring you the X-Files podcast with hosts Josh and Dean. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dean. Joining me is Josh. And together, we're going to be handling uh, the X-Files episode called Ice, as picked by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Josh. How are you doing today, sir? Boop, boop. Great. Doing well? Doing very well. You
1: picked Ice, dude. I did. I like it. I did. It was kind of a, I feel, a, a drawdown. One of us was going to pick it. Yeah, sooner or later. Yeah, it's a
0: great episode. I watched it again, and I thought to myself, it's one of the best episodes. I think
1: it ha- it has to be. It, it has to be, right? as a standalone, you know, single episode of X Files. Yep, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be, be up there. It's got to be up there. It was so fucking
0: good. Rewatching it again. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about it, and uh, we're going to do that. We're going to go through this like we always do. You know, if this is your first time tuning in. We go through this. Um, we are laced with profanity and uh, ra- random things that you may or may not like. <laughs> I'm not sure. But um, hopefully you hang with us till the end because uh, if you do, I promise you a fun ride. Uh, so yeah, why don't we just, uh, why don't we get cracking on this some on this song, bitch?
1: Yeah. We want to get any uh, overall thoughts or just kind of say that, do that it. shit? Let's yeah. do it. Go for it. Um, well, I guess uh, obviously it's a good one, but I would say I picked it. Because the the things I like about it particularly are the the feel of it. Yes. The, the I love I like things that are in a single setting. Me too. You know, movies, TV shows that that take the cast and isolate them, mm-hmm. stick them in a place, where they have to deal with both that internal, or I'm sorry, that external threat. There is yep. some kind of threat there, and then the, the internal conflict. Right. Obviously, which is as or more interesting than the actual threat. Right. You know, obviously everybody hearkens this to um the thing being a very popular so good. comparison.
0: Yep. Um but it's Which great. Which we uh, covered on our science fiction film podcast. Mm-hmm.
1: You guys did and it was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. But it it it's great with the pacing, the paranoia, the the it feels close in all you know, even the way it's shot a lot of it, it's very cluttered, very closed. Um, and, uh, yeah, just good. Scary.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it is. It is really good. And, you know, I believe if I'm not mistaken and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to consult the internet right now, but I am pretty sure that outside of the actual influence that thing had on this, that the production designer from thing actually made this set.
1: Oh, no shit. Which is
0: really cool. Yeah. I'm going to get confirmation on that in a second here. Uh, production company had planned at first to use Snakes. No, it's up ahead right here. The similarity to Graham Carpenter's Murray. version of The Thing was due in part to newly arrived production designer Graham Murray. Yep. Hmm. Who had worked in the same role on Carpenter's film and created the complex in which the episode took place. Ice was intended as a bottle episode, one that would save money by being shot in a single location, but it went over budget, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the point of this changes after that. But my point is, is yeah... They got the production designer from Thing to do this, which is pretty awesome pretty fucking awesome yeah that's that 's really neat and that 's in, uh, in the x files it 's in the wikipedia uh, it 's in the Wikipedia article for this episode, which we will link to in the show notes and uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool, but my overall thoughts of ice are similar to yours. I think that I think that you know in 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 storytelling there's only so many different types of conflicts. And if you can get a couple of different conflicts, you can make things interesting. You have your internal conflicts, you have your, you have your, am I infected? Do I not really know? I'm not sure. You have that battle with yourself. You have the classic man versus man in this, of course, with the trusts. And then you even have only kind of tickling the surface is, is the man versus side or man versus the bigger force, like did they know about it? Does the CDC know about it? These people didn't trust them almost immediately too. They're like, well, you're the FBI. Don't you know? Like right away, they're like, something's weird here. Yep. Um, Which I thought was kind of neat. So I do like that stuff as well, the single location. And then just the, there's something about isolation horror that really I love. I think even, I think the more modern we get in our technology, especially in the horror genre, the more I appreciate things like this because, you know, the shining is something we're talking about right now because we're looking at it on our science fiction film podcast or maybe covering it, um, out of genre, but it's a similar thing. You're stuck. You're snowed in. You can't go anywhere. Shit. Nowadays, it's like, I got a phone. I can call 911. Everyone has communication to the outside world. So it's refreshing when you get a situation where these people are put somewhere and they can't, Necessarily get away from it, you know. They're stuck in a hotel, or they're stuck in a, you know, they're stuck in a weird location or a ranch somewhere. I like that a lot because it denies people the easy. It it makes classic horror come back. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. The classic horror themes can can live in the environment of isolation.
1: And one of the, I think one of the most overlooked themes in that is, is the, the the conflict with the other. People that you're with, the human conflicts outside of the main threat, like you know, you talk about like zombie, the zombie genre, whatever. Sure. Always the that's most a clear threat, right? But in general, most good zombie movies, the real, the actual real conflict that becomes more interesting is between the humans, sure, the survivors,
0: one hundred percent. And I think that's, that's, that's like the genesis, or, or should I say, the evolution of the Walking Dead. It starts like this like fuck yeah and then it's like damn now we're fighting each other all the time the, nom- the zombies become a nuisance
1: so i like cool. that and i like how it you know you take away the outside help or resources or or interaction and it just it's gonna increase that because because yeah. there's nothing else and then you get that adding on fear paranoia sure yeah it's a there's great
0: one gun in the complex maybe two recipe. yeah you know it's 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 awesome absolutely So why don't we talk a little bit about um, how we open this episode before we get to our credits. And um, I think you may have said this in a prior episode, but is
1: this not the Dwayne Barry dog? I think it is, yeah. I think
0: it is. It looks just like him.
1: And I was trying to confirm that. Um, It does... I did confirm that the dog is Duchovny's real dog's father. Pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Not Duchovny's father. No. No, okay. Dog Blue.
0: Cool. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it looks just like him. So I was like, God, it looks like that dog, doesn't it?
1: Probably. Mm. And it takes place in Alaska. One thing was that uh, one of the inspirations from this came from a real Ice core project that was going on in Greenland that Chris Carter and uh, and the writers, again, this is another Morgan and Wong, the guys that we love Mm. um, writing duo for X-Files. It was set in Greenland, but they moved it to Alaska, obviously, so the FBI would be involved. Um and yeah. So what awesome. are we uh, what are we watching
0: here? We are watching The Dwayne Barry Dog <laughs> kind of cruising around. We see this fucked up place, but the dog leads us to our first person, actually the stunt coordinator for the series I'm led to believe. Which oh, yeah? is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because when these two guys embraced in like combat I was like, oh, okay, they're really going for it, considering their tiny roles. Oh yeah, you That's know, a good point. It makes sense. Stunt coordinators are good at that shit. They know how to do that.
1: Thought it kind of looked like a poor man's uh, Hugh Jackman.
0: Yeah, I like it. Mm. Kind of that, kind of that sort of uh, chiseled, kind of manly, furry body. I like that. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very sexy. So yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. And uh, <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, I don't know. I liked the the music. Um, mm let's see if i can do it with my mouth it goes <laughs> right the whole fucking episode
1: <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> creepy like cave drips it sounds like almost organic yeah. like something about it yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely it's perfect mark snowbrill brilliant. i love the guy he's so good he you get shit on people say it's like oh it's electronic-y perfect easy exactly no it's
0: yes yeah, it's <laughs> fucking great yeah have you ever seen escape from new york john carpenter's <laughs> fucking thumbing that shit on a cassette. it's perfect <laughs> It's perfect. Speaking of John Carpenter. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's, and then he's, you know, what's he giving us? This?
2: We're not who we are.
0: Yeah, he says so, I don't know. We're not. The Bears are who we thought they were. Remember that coach rant from a few yes. years ago? <laughs> I'm like, what is this guy talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, we send a little message home. Ooh. Phone home. It's got got the recorder rolling.
0: I love that later in the episode we see the same spots. Like oh, yeah. that's creepy. That's cool storytelling too. I like when you I like when you show us like where they're gonna be. You're not really focusing on anything, but then when they go back
1: there you're like, oh that's where that guy was walking. it all yeah. those spots. Slick. Yeah. Very slick. And uh this is definitely a good like the, the following the dog, seeing all this I mean it just and he obviously looks super fucked up. Super fucked right? up right. He's got all blood all over him walk around with a couple pistols <laughs> and uh yeah clearly things are not going well no Especially when Rowdy, Rowdy Piper
0: <laughs> attacks him. Uh, rest in peace. R.I.P. brother. I wanted to be like, ow! <laughs> Those Rowdy <laughs> Piper noises when he was attacking him. I wanted that so bad. Look at that shaggy-ass sweaty yeah. hair. So good. Flannel. Yeah. Like, that's got to be him, right? Oh, it's right out of They Live. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Put him on! Yeah, yeah. Put on the glasses! <laughs> I ain't putting them on, motherfucker. <laughs> so good. So yeah, little standoff. I, dude, I can't help my my ridiculously juvenile mind, but they're pointing the guns at each other. They're standing there face-to-face, fucking dripping sweat, both kind of attractive, manly men, right? Just one they low. just start lowering lower their guns. I want them to just smash Make their out. mouths together. <laughs> I don't know how to quit you. I, I wanted that so bad. <laughs> Which is weird, real weird. Not gay, but <laughs> no. well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Curious about something? Did you notice the studio door is locked, Josh? <laughs> wow, that's a deadbolt. I have the gun. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, I but cool, cool. Open all nonsense aside. <laughs> very tense. They fucking turn their guns on themselves. Yeah. It's almost like this. We know we have to do this
1: without thing. a word. Jesus, it's cool. It's and then that outside shot just like the wind howling conversation. <coughs> yeah. Love this. Love that outside shot. I do. Uh, it's just so like shitty.
0: Yeah. It looks like it, it's such a good like witness cam. You're like, "What what is this? Yeah. What's going on out here?" I love it a lot. And then we get our credits. Yep. So boy, we've really set the stage uh No Woods. No teenagers, no no sexual (laughs) shenanigans. We've avoided the usual X-Files
1: tropes. That's right. Um, Nothing of the sort. Yeah, and I mean, again, we've talked about this before, but does this fucking not just grab you? Instantly. This, This opening scene, you're like, God, what the hell is going on? Our friend, Mike,
0: and his girlfriend, Sam, she had never really seen X-Files. She's a little bit younger, and when it aired, of course. So we all went down there one day. We, we all got together to watch this, and um, we were like, what episode should we do? We fucking picked Ice. Nice. Right? And she was like, wow, this is good. Yeah. You know, it's, it was cool to, like, watch it again. And I was like, it's just it's just one of those movies you throw on, and, you For know, sure. it's fucking cold out. You're like, yeah. And it's a
1: kind of, uh, it's the kind of thing where, you know something that you have this much history with when you watch it with some of your friends with, that's never seen it. You kind of get that excitement. Like you're half watching their reaction to things, you know, watching it through their eyes, picturing, cause you forget, like I've seen this episode fucking, I don't know, six, eight, ten times sure. over the years. You kind of forget like what it's like to see some of these things for the first time. Right. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's always because cool. you're not feeling that
0: tension in the moment anymore.
1: Right, you're just looking forward to the the next. You know, yeah, you're enjoying it. You're looking forward sure. to other scenes, whatever.
0: Yeah, you know, that's me to a T. I was that fucking asshole as a kid, who was always like, "Remember the part when <laughs> you know, like, all the time." So like, I like I I've seen things so many times because I like to watch stuff with people that haven't seen it for the first time. I'm yeah. like, "Oh, you haven't seen it? Let's I'll Let's watch it right, watch right now because right I I. You know, but then I'm like, what an asshole. I'm putting all that pressure on you. What if you're like, dude, this is dog shit? If but you I better- don't like this. We're not friends. <laughs> right? <This friendship laughs> what is over. What's happening? What if I don't like that? What if he doesn't like it? I'm putting all this pressure on him. Yeah, you know, it's you're crazy. Like, oh, yeah, it's cool, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Hey, check you later. <laughs> Work called. <laughs> so, anyway, John Richter's uh, got his video up. Richter was the main guy there who we first see in the episode his uh, drilling team, the Arctic Ice Core Project, I believe, correct? That is correct. And uh, we've got a little, uh, we'll a little clip of them.
2: So far, nobody's been able to reach the compound because of bad weather. And by
0: Obviously. them, I mean not them. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a mistake? Yeah. A mis- I thought I pulled that. I guess I didn't pull that clip. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, so um, the Arctic Ice Core Project, and uh, Mulder explains who they are, and uh, all that stuff, but something goes wrong here while he's talking to Mo- to, to Scully, and, and that is what.
1: Well, we see them hunky dory first, and
0: then. Did you notice they made the, the, it looks like the dog was a little smaller? Uh, maybe they did that on purpose. Oh, really? Been at the camp for over yeah. a year. I didn't even. I didn't realize the, that. On the second time, the dog's sitting in a stool. I'm like, the dog looks like a like almost like huh.
1: large puppy size at that yeah. point. Yeah, it was cute. That's a hell of an eye you've got for things. J. Uh, um. But I like this, and then we see the video that we just saw being recorded. This is one of my favorite little times in the episode. So this is just smart. Like we've already seen this, like we saw this scene. So instead of showing us, you know, we get a little snippet, but then instead of showing us the rest of the video, it's a slow zoom in on Scully's face and her reaction to the video, and it's fucking great. Smart, like just like you see, kind of like shock and horror and miscomprehension played out on her face pretty well. And that's scarier than just seeing this again. Of course. Right? Because it
0: lends weight to the seriousness of the situation that you may miss. And I think that's something that is intelligently done. If Scully reacts a certain way or Mulder does, it's almost like you are compelled to feel similar because you're like, well, if they're fucking freaked out, I'm freaked out. Yeah. Do course. you know what I mean? Cause yeah. they're the experts and they understand it. And I think that's, what's so cool about it. You know, it's like, it's like that old thing. Like if, if the leader's shit in his pants, you're like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I, yeah, that was cool. And then of course, Mulder's like, it goes on more than this. There's, there's more. And then he <laughs> kind of breaks in and they start talking about severe isolation distress. Yeah. Is that the term
1: they used? <clears throat> that's she asks if it could be that possibly she's like, what the hell could have happened up there? He, he says, you know, there's no way. These guys were topped in their field. They were screened for this in every way, including psychologically. So kind of ruling that out. And then he tells her, uh, guess what?
0: We're going to go out there.
2: So far, nobody's been able to reach the compound because of bad weather. Obviously, they think we're either brilliant or expendable because we've pulled the assignment. Is it severe isolation distress? These were top geophysicists. They were trained and screened for this project in every way imaginable, including psychological makeup. We leave for Gnome today.
1: Great. Yeah. What's it like to work with Mulder? And just like you show up. He's got some fucking video waiting. And your plane ticket. And he's like, yeah, we're going. Could you you have fucking like called me and told me to (laughs) pack some shit for Alaska? Did you not know this like an hour ago when I was at home? Yeah. Just constantly showing up, shipping out. Yep. No. Hey, meet me here. I gotta tell you something. (laughs) Bring a bag. Bring your
0: mittens. He does. Bring your mittens. More mitten talk in X Files. (laughs) (laughs) Right, DeHond. Oh yeah. (laughs) Nice. So they're flying out of Doolittle and we meet the we meet the whole crew at this point, which is kind of cool. Everyone that's going to be involved. Yep. And I gotta tell you. God. I don't want to go anywhere with this guy. No. No. That guy, he can stay home. I'm exercising my federal powers to tell him he can go home now. In fact, I've already called this motherfucker an Uber. Get in the car. Get the fuck out of here. Give him your $14. Not going to Alaska
1: with you. <laughs> Not only are you laughing like that, you're listening to a cassette tape of a game from like eight years ago? Yeah. That you've heard a bunch of times before? Sure. That's like crazy person behavior. He's wearing a San Diego Chargers
0: hat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In Mulder's like <laughs> does he, what does so, he
1: asking? Didn't that guy retire? Uh, in, Dan Fouts yeah. <laughs> yeah. In like 89 or whatever. Yeah. He's like yeah yeah. This, this is my best of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright you're gonna go now. You're leaving. <laughs>
1: oh do you, did you recognize him by the
0: way? Uh, yeah, the actor. Yeah, what what was he in?
1: In a ton of things, but I'm like, there's one thing I remember him from: fucking Seinfeld. He was Banya, Banya. Oh, like, yeah, kind of a yeah. antagonist to uh, Steve Heitner, Seinfeld is his there. name, I yeah. think.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, and then we meet um. We meet the whole crew. So we meet. He is Doctor Murphy. Yep. We then meet geologist. Yep. We then meet Doctor De Silva. Felicity Huffman. Yep. Um, Felicity Huffman is married to William H Macy. Pretty crazy. Huh? Really? She, yeah. Pretty cool. And she's on Desperate hmm. Housewives. She's fucking hot. Is Still. she? Still? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they obviously downplay her a little. Yeah. Desperate Housewives. She's in a bunch of shit. She was I, in the I Fraser hate her TV her show. <laughs> not, not 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 the sports actress. Sports night. Oh shit, that was good, man. That's her. Sports night.
1: That was a uh, short-lived
0: brilliance. And then, of course, we meet Xander <laughs> Berkeley, who is Hodge. Uh, Xander Berkeley, I remember from his pivotal role, Poison Ivy Two, <laughs> which uh, I may or may not have touched myself to when uh, internet porn was <laughs> unavailable back in 1996.
1: <laughs> that and wild things
0: just gonna be honest with you <laughs> wild things holy shit
1: <laughs> i own that on vhs for nice. one reason
0: nice this uh this gentleman's been this this guy <laughs> I, I i'm i'm scrolling just to get to the 90s he's in a lot of shit this guy
1: He was in that show aquarius that we we're talking about with david company oh was he yeah, yeah.
0: captain captain whittaker and a few good men He's in Candyman.
1: I mean, he's... He was in A Few Good Men. Yeah. He's wow. done a ton of stuff, man. A lot of, lot of roles. Yeah. So both these, not as actors, but as characters, um, I hate.
0: Bring me. They're brutal. Yeah. They're brutal.
1: <clears throat> and um, it gets a little chippy. Right. Right? Like... Let me see d- your ID. Demanding butter. IDs. Yes. Then Bear shows up, the pilot. Love Bear. Yeah. Poor Bear. Does he not look like... Uh, Steven Tyler's ugliest cousin dude. <laughs> <laughs> like in every way Steven Tyler is ugly He has like an extreme Jeff version of it
0: So here's a little nerdgasm for people Jeff Kober is in a few things uh, He, I remember Jeff Kober from a show called Kindred the Embraced Wow Kindred the Embraced was a cancelled television show because it was terrible but it was made after the vampire, the ro- vampire, yeah. the role-playing game. I can't believe I, I forgot that existed. It, me too. He was fucking. He was great in it, which is the irony. He yeah. was bald. He played Nos- Nosferatu. All this shit. Really crazy, right? Holy and shit. then he was also in. Um, he was also most recently in The Walking Dead. He played one of the claimers. He's Oops. the main claimer. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, First,
1: we're gonna have your boy. Gained a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, a, this, a lot this older. Twenty something sure. years ago. Now he was yes. also in Buffy. So uh, if, if Stephen
0: Tyler's ugliest cousin fucked a Native American, <laughs> is that who this is supposed to be? His name's Bear. He couldn't be more like Alaskan, unhinged, yeah. Native American stereotype, or, right? Sure. He's got some kind of dangling fucking claw on his neck.
1: Yeah, what, right? whatever those people... Is he supposed to be? Whatever those Injuns wear. Yeah. <laughs> is that those, what he's supposed to be? Yeah. X-Files is never renowned for its um, racial, yeah. cultural... Um, <clears throat> diversity? Diversity, yeah. That's the word. Or, or at least non... Um, outrageous, stereotypical cultural diversity. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I'm thinking is like watching the scene, uh, it gets pretty chippy pretty quick. Not great for the situation you're headed into. Bad start. Like if it took any longer to get in the plane, they might have started drawing down on each other right fucking here. <laughs> okay? When, which, which,
0: is, which is funny because uh, I think Fox and Dana win because they're armed <laughs> and nobody else is.
1: So... Off to a good start. Got some tension already. Yeah. Let's let's paint the scene, okay? You show up at Doolittle
0: Airfield. These people went bonkers. are all dead. Yeah. And nobody's heard from them. Now we're going to fly out there. Bet you didn't see that coming, Scully. Sorry, I sucked you into this one. <laughs> now you show up and you got this guy, right? You're going to go somewhere into the north with him. There's a storm coming. <laughs> These assholes are asking you for ID, and then Bear shows up, and he's like, GFY, white man. I'm not giving you my ID. I fucking fly the plane. You can get on the plane, right?
1: Yeah. And, oh, Super. And nobody really knows why they're going.
0: No. So the guy's like, I don't care. I'm flying you the fuck out there. Right. And then...
1: And they're all like, uh, well, we don't know why, and they all suspect that, obviously, the FBI agents should know more. Right. Makes but sense. they're like, uh, we don't really. No. But They got railroaded. They said, hey, we got couple of fbi agents, a geologist, a medical doctor and a toxicologist. Right. So they say that should go to show you something. Yes. Who knows what the something is. It's kind of cool too like right. who who is sending everybody up there? Yeah. Who 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 put this team together? They get out there. It's like some rich guy played by Tim Curry. <laughs> He's like, "Welcome <laughs>
0: to my home." <laughs> like, "Oh shit. I think I've seen this movie." Yeah. So um they get to the facility and there's no power. They find two corpses immediately. Yeah, at least two. At least two. Right inside. The Instantly. Door. Yep. Um, if I was bear, since I'm none of these other things you mentioned, I would have flown up there and just sat in my plane and waited. I guess it's too cold for
1: that. He gets really involved. Why? With, with situations. Right. I, I remember, like, there's a part where he's dragging a body bag, and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you paying me extra for this? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> can we also talk about um, BSI? Go for it. The, the, the care these guys take upon entering a facility in which everyone is dead from yeah. an unknown cause. Yes. Zero. I, I didn't see a single breath mask. Uh, forget about full fucking hazmat suits, gloves, anything. You, at least two of these people are medical doctors. Stop being such a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's so ludicrous. Just spit on your hands after. It's fine. <laughs> like, I'm
0: making sandwiches. <laughs> Anybody want some cold cuts over here? I just moved two guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot of concern for a And in but, but Mulder <laughs> tries to convince us there's going to be. He's like we got to document the scene. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then Mulder And then like Scully just starts Taking photos Yeah I was Even hoping Everyone already Trounced through the place
1: <laughs> I was hoping she meant Something else When she said
0: flashing Yeah I was Hey Oh wow That's That's unexpected Clever huh Apparently she's already crazy Clever Yeah <laughs> um, Yeah so She starts snapping
1: <laughs> snap, Snapping great, photos Great sound Love that Always reminds me of um, Fucking sounds of, the of the Lambs In the basement God mm.
0: It's, it's in that movie, without going too tangential. it starts early when they're taking shots of the bloated chick they pulled out yeah. of the river.
1: Yeah. And, it's just, and then there's eventually that part where it's pitch black in the basement. He's got night vision. Ugh. And the only illumination comes when he flashes the camera. Uh, God, what a movie. Yeah.
0: You okay. know what's funny? That sound is so distinct because it's like only ever associated with one thing. You know what I mean? right, it's right. never
1: fun. And also never used anymore. Right, That's digital, good point. digital That's a good era. Point.
0: Yeah, and I was like, I'm pretty sure with the crime scenes, you you gotta you gotta take photos before you enter it. You, sure, you send the photographer <laughs> in, shoot everything, tag everything, start just tramping then you around, can start
1: touching shit. Have the pilot
0: dragging <laughs> around bodies. Yep, absolutely. So Mulder ends up. Uh, isn't this where he says he, he finds what they were drilling for? One point uh, quarter million years floating away in a couple of days because it's in the fridge, right?
1: Yep, Banya. He tells Banya, or Bonnie's going to take some ice core samples. He asks Bear to go work on getting the power back up. Yep. There's a cool. Because he's
0: an electrician.
1: Yeah. He's Native America, dude. He can use the whole part of the buffalo and <laughs> rewire a 110 to 240 oh, no. bolt that's, system that's, that's easily. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and there's a good slow zoom, ominous kind of zoom up on the ice core for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there's a reason. Right. Um, Creaky doors, flashlights, shadows. Yeah, everybody's skittish jumping. Like the generator bangs on and uh, Felicity kind of like jumps. And Mulder's like, yeah, just generator. Enter Cujo. And and then enter Cujo. Enter Cujo. Dog attack. So this
0: cute little herding dog <laughs> starts to disable people. Which fucking A, dog's vicious shit if you're not expecting it and it's that pissed at you. Yeah. You're fucked. Bites some people, ends up getting our more, our main man. Gets bare. Gets does. Breaks the skin. They start talking rabies. And here's where we have to go on a tangent. <laughs> Do we? A little bit. Okay, I like it. <clears throat> so once upon a time, my sister was fond of bringing home animals. She brought home a raccoon, a baby raccoon. Jesus. We all handled it. It died. It had rabies. Oh my God. Okay. We, me, and in my family, and 12 other people had to go get rabies shots. Holy shit, really? Dude, I got my rabies shot. I have bad... I'm, I'm, I'm like borderline hypochondria as it is. After I, got my, after I got my vaccine, I got wicked sick. And I was like, I got rabies, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, was it like seven shots in the ass? Nope, it's not as bad as they say, to be honest with you. But the fact that you're getting shots is what unnerves me the most. Yeah. I had to get three. I got three shots. Mm-hmm. I think three in the butt. And then it was boosters in the arm for like six weeks or five weeks yeah. or four weeks. Jake, my brother, was among us. He does the art for the show. He was one that had to go. Yeah, it was, it was a fucking nightmare. And I got sick <laughs> Did as a nobody dog.
1: say like, let's, let's not have this raccoon in the house? Yeah. Nobody. But it was too late.
0: <laughs> yeah. My father was like, oh, look at that little critter. Uh, probably
1: don't keep him in the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? Like, Too late. Any raccoon. Yeah. Right? Any raccoon. Yeah. No. that will fuck you up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's not rabid, it yep. probably would have attacked your sister if it wasn't like out of it loopy. It was, it was, it, it went the other way, which was the
0: total docile. Oh, uh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Which happens. And uh,
1: here's something really crazy. Well, uh, it, it looks like the Martin household is about as good at, um, wearing gloves and <laughs> watching out for germs as these uh, doctors and FBI agents. Yeah,
0: yeah, yep. <laughs> so. I read, I re, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And then here is another interesting rabies thing, and this is something co-host Jessica, if you only listen to X-Files, you don't know who she is, but she's on the Sci-Fi podcast. She's on the, the uh, Game, of Game of Thrones podcast and shit. So she was just telling me the other day that there was this case where these people were getting sick and it's because the organ donors that died had rabies, and their organs were contaminated post death. Still, when they went to the new body, they got rabies and died. Really fucking crazy, right? In in animals or human human beings happened more than once.
1: I thought they fucking check for everything with organ donors. Well, and shit. maybe once upon a time they weren't so <laughs>
0: they weren't so tight with that. Wow. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I thought that that was fascinating because she has to get vaccinated soon for her work which is crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, have fun. Because yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Enjoy, But um, yeah, quick little rabies tangent is over. But yes, they do break the skin. <clears throat> he does break the skin. Yep. And then we start checking out Cujo. We start checking out Cujo. Something moves beneath Cujo's skin, poor bugger.
1: Yeah. In addition to the swollen lymph nodes and black nodules, which apparently are symptoms of bubonic plague. Still, no efforts made for safety. <laughs> Unnecessary. No. Uh, so, what?
0: what's your instinct at this point? Fire up the plane. We're out of here. Get the fuck out. Hey, Bear. <laughs> fuck the power. Fuck the power. Start the plane. Yeah. Something's- I do if you're going to go out there like fucking the 1920s and spin that fucking thing and pull on that goddamn <laughs> propeller, but let's get out of here. Something
1: swimming around. In, in another body. Yeah. That's gross. That's not normal. Body invasion stuff. The worst. Not good. The worst. Not good. Um, but Bear has to take a little trip to the bathroom to dress his wound. He's going to do it himself because he's Bear. Because he's Bear. And to be fair, why trust the white
0: man? <laughs> I sure. will dress my own wound fucker. Yeah. And then... They're probably going to put smallpox yeah. in your fucking wound dressing. 100%. What? when he pulls his shirt up and has black nodules under his arms, I wanted to throw
1: up. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, you got to be pretty untrusting and individualistic to not be like, hi doctors. Fuck. Look mm. at this to be like, no, I don't I'll dress want it. I'll dress it. Oh, oh you mean after, after the fact. you see it to be like, yeah. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. I need to, I need to tell somebody about this, right?
0: right? Instead, instead, when he exits, he's not suspicious at all.
1: <laughs> Did any of them have the black spots the dog
2: had? No. None of them had the black nodules. So uh, those spots didn't have anything to do with uh, those guys killing each other, right? I wouldn't rule it out. Just re-examine the dog. Nodules are gone. What could that mean? Well, it could mean that the spots are a symptom of some disease at an early stage.
0: Rate.
1: Could be a disease. Still, let's not fucking exercise any caution None. about contamination. He's fine. At all. He's fine. And this is after Scully had finished up the autopsies, right? And she, she starts, she, then, then right after the black
0: nodule talk, they do the post-autopsy of the dead men. These men killed each other. They talk
1: about, yep, right? They had signs of fever, contusions. Yep. The last two killed themselves. Um, meanwhile, Mulder's checking out some satellite data. Yes. Right? Has a chat with Denny about it. Yep. Shows that the ice sheet is way deeper than expected, Mm. which is apparently because it's over a meteor or meteorite crater. Yep. Um, I Actually, I did a little spin around because I always get mixed up with all those terms. meteorite, meteorite. Meteoroid, meteorite, meteor, asteroid, comet. Yeah. All different. I got them down now.
0: I like it. We'll link to
1: that too. I,
0: I had it down. We actually talk about it in the enemy mine episode. Crazy I remember that. Wow. Um and I and I had that information really good in my head at that time, but that was last November and yeah. now I don't remember them yeah. again.
1: <laughs> the, the big two between meteor meteor burns up, meteorite hits Earth. Gotcha. Yeah. So Skulling and Douchey Doctor are arguing. Um, she's saying that there was traces of ammonia, something ammonia hydroxide. I forget what the, the High ratio was. Of, ammonia, of ammonia to the water. <clears throat> um, well, she says she found that in the guy's blood. Right. Um, the other doc, Richter, right, mm-hmm. is saying there, you know there's no way that could be possible. No, no, not Richter. Oh, he was the one that died. Hodge is Hodge. Douche. douche. De Silva's the girl. Douche Hodge. Murphy Hodge is douche.
0: okay. That guy. That's Murphy. <laughs> In case you forget.
1: I like to call him Denny, because Denny sounds like somebody that would laugh Denny. like that. Fact.
0: Say that again. Ow! We could
1: go Denny <laughs> Nancy Hodge if you want. Denny Nancy Hodge. Yeah, I like that. All right. So, um, yeah. So, Hodge says there's no way, you know, it's not possible. Ammonia would vaporize whatever sure. could be in human blood. And then Denny says, actually, makes sense, because I... Found something too, right? I
0: found a high ratio of ammonia to water in the ice core. The Earth's atmosphere could never produce such levels, not even a quarter of a million years ago. Look in the scope. Unless a foreign object was introduced into that environment. Tell me that's not a foreign object. Oh. So.
2: That same thing is in Richter's blood. What if that single celled organism is the larval stage of a larger animal?
1: Great. I, I got a question. I think in the business, you call this burying the lead. Um, <laughs> oh, there's a weird fucking critter I found in the ice. Oh, okay. Also, there's a weird critter I found in this guy's blood mm-hmm. who mysteriously went crazy and killed people. Yes. But that's like the third thing I'm going to bring up. No. I'm going to talk about ammonia <laughs> and ice sheets and manures <laughs> and some other stuff first. Sure, Not like... Holy fucking shit! What is this? Did you notice when we restored power that this light wasn't coming on?
0: It's terrifying. I mean, we should probably look into this. <laughs> Not the creature crawling under the flesh of other people.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that could have come up sooner. Uh, but-
0: Bear continues to say, "Should we go? Let's go. Maybe we should get out of here." Right? They have this discussion. Yes, leaving is probably a good idea. Makes sense. Yep, it does make sense. Hodge is on board. Yep, Hodge is on board.
1: Who is not?
2: If those bodies are infected with an unknown organism, we can't take them back. We can't go back without proper quarantine procedures. We can't risk bringing back the next plague. Let's say you're right. They came down with something. We haven't. And I ain't waiting around until we do.
0: I'm glad the scientist is here to give us his opinions.
1: <laughs> well, we don't have because I said so. Immediately after that, Hodge does say, yeah, you know... We're not showing any symptoms. We took all the safeguards. I was like, what fucking safeguards? Ever heard of latex gloves? You didn't eat any of the infected bodies? <laughs> That's the only safeguard you took. You didn't give any of the aliens passports. <laughs> well done, sir. Yeah. Um so Mulder's got a point here. He sure does. But fucking boys. Hodge has a point too. Let's run some tests. Let's yes. let's check it out. Yes. Um especially Bear. He got bit. Bear got bit. We just need some blood and stool. Yes. Not a big problem. I do like how
0: Scully is keeping people fucking calm. She does that a lot in this. Yep. I think, I think Scully is handled well in this episode, and it starts here. She's calming people down. We have to determine if any of us are infected. Everybody fucking chill out. Yep. She does that a lot in this
1: episode. And once more, um, we see Scully. This is really more of a Scully episode than a Mulder episode. Right? Yeah. I mean, Mulder's out of it for a good act or so. Yep, when he is when he was put in timeout. Upcoming, but you're right. I like it, and I like that the characters that start to freak out. We saw all their. This is one of my favorite parts. The aspects of their personality are displayed initially, right when we meet them. Mm-hmm. Then are showed kind of escalating. Yes, and then to the extreme. Lack of trust, along. paranoia. <clears throat> yep, yep, Mulder. I mean kind of his his whole background, you know, he is a very emotionally reactive, passionate individual. Yes. Um who has a hard time trusting people, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Uh so y- this is cool how it how it builds. <clears throat> <clears throat> um but first I just want to get some stuff from Bear, but he doesn't want to play alone. He's he he does at first. Well, he's just he's just
0: well, yeah, cuz he he stor- he storms off and then they talk and then they're like, right?
1: Well, no, he he makes pretend. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, because yeah, then we, they
0: talk and they're like, "All right, we're going to do this." Mulder pulls a
1: gun on him. He does because when, when he walks
0: back, he's got the gun in his hand. He's like, "Listen, Bear. Yeah, I think you know, think we should probably do this." Um, and that's uh, I like the anybody got the morning sports section part because because he, he's <laughs> like, "We have to poop in a mason jar." <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, Bear doesn't want to do this. I
2: ain't dropping my cargo for no one. <laughs> What I'm doing is getting my gear, getting my plane, and flying the hell out of here. You can't go. The dog bit you. I got hired to fly you up here and fly you back. No one said this might be part of the deal. So the deal is over.
0: So yeah, then they talk, and they're like, we need to force him to do this. And that's when he goes for the gun. He walks back in, and yes, he plays nice. (laughs) He plays nice. And then he
1: smashes that shit over him. <laughs> he smashes that shit over him. I also head. like that, like, oh, he's a pilot and he calls poop and dropping his cargo. Yeah, that's incurable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smashes Mulder. Yep. And then they have Delivers to. Delivers
0: kinda... a payload to his head.
1: <laughs> now you've done it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Horrible. Times. Um, then Mulder and Scully ground him. Yeah, he's grounded. <laughs> right? Right? No fly zone. No fly zone, pal. <laughs> he gets tossed. <laughs> Forcibly landed on the table. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Then they uh, they find that there's a critter trying to hijack. See what? That's. I'm gonna kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! I'm out. I think they bend him over the table. Yep. And that's when we see that. Mm. Oof. That fucking thing scurrying up the back of his neck, which was done, I guess, with wire. Under
0: like fake skin. Oh, really? Yeah. To move it around. In there. I was kind of wondering how disgusting. <laughs> so they decide to, uh, they decide to, they want to know like, what should we do? Should we revoke his piling license at this <laughs> point? Should we, should we tell him he's cannot cannot go anywhere? Should we confine him? Should well, they- they're upset because he buzzed the tower. Yeah. Essentially, can't do that. Preferably. Yeah. Right. He's he's a hothead. Yep. You know he he. He is dangerous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: Let's hear it for the boys.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So the critters rolling around and Hodge. They're like, Bear, get back to base. You dead. <laughs> 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 they lock him. They're like, Listen, if you don't fucking give us a stool sample, you're going to be flying cargo full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Something like that.
0: <clears throat> he does have his gun on him, though, man, but yeah, not so. He's he's slippery. He bashes him in the head. I liked it. So they do end up, this part is fucking crazy. This was nuts because Mulder runs over to the thing. He runs over to the radio, right?
2: The AICP investigative team calling Doolittle Airfield. Come in. PAF responding. This is Agent Mulder. We have a serious biological hazard. Request air pickup and quarantine procedures. Over. Come in, do a little airfield. We copy, Agent Mulder. This area is under a heavy storm and no aircraft can get out for the next day. Maybe the military base in Kotzebue could set up a quarantine. Advise immediate evacuation. The Arctic storm is bearing in your direction. Over. We were told we'd have three clear days of weather. Over. Welcome to the top of the world, sir. Over.
1: I like that laugh. Me too. That panic. <laughs> that <laughs> nervous panic. Yeah. Yeah. Um but this is after they cut the fucking thing out of him. We skipped that. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, and we we're doing a yeah. outrageous yep. pilot shit. Yep.
0: Um I'm thinking and if Bear
1: dies, you guys are fucked. He's the only pilot. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. But they cut the thing out of him. It, it can't be that bad, right? I mean, it's a small little incision. They pull this critter out of him. Mulder's face. Mulder was making the exact same face. In character that I was making as an audience member (laughs) watching the fucking tongs in there and that like stretchy gummy worm fucking coming out of the and then there's like a snap as it (laughs) of course fucking releases oh
0: oh, oh. throw that bitch in a mason jar so yeah let's check on bear um I love how this is shot because while they're dealing with bear he's calling the Doolittle Air Force Base yeah or the the Doolittle Not base, but you know what I'm saying. Airfield, yep. Airfield. And when he comes back, they're like, Bear's dead. And I'm like, well...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I'll fold? Can (laughs) I fold now? Because I can't go home. I'm out. Shit. Pilot's dead. You're snowed in for at least a few days. Time to get cozy. Yeah. Shit.
0: That is a great moment because it's so unexpected. Because you're like, oh, he's going to be
1: fine. No, no. Totally raises the stakes. Oh, yeah. Very effectively. Yeah. Um, and then we get a little bit closer look at that critter. Yep, they start talking about the worm. They do.
0: They talk a little bit about exchange methods. They're, they're all theories at this point. It could be flu, it could be touch, could be airborne. I don't know, says Hodge. I, I, I'm not sure at this point.
1: Right. He, he doesn't know how it's transmitted yet. Because it is a foreign critter. He compares it to the tapeworm, but says it's very different. Yes, Scully has up the hypothalamus stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because she, in the in her follow up autopsies, I guess she found this fucking thing living, well, dead. That it had been living in those men's uh, hypothalamus. Yes, and the hypothalamus secretes some sort of enzyme or chemical, correct, which helps to mitigate emotion. Mitigate emotion and or promote aggressive behavior. Mm. And the possibility kind of proposes a hypothesis that um, that is what this critter is kind of feeding off.
0: Right. Uh, great. <clears throat> they do talk about why, why did Richard and Campbell kill themselves? You know, what, what was the... What, this is a fucking problem. This hypothalamus shit. We don't know how it's spread. We could all be contaminated. I mean, at this point, you're really starting to get paranoid,
1: right? Yep.
2: Hypothalamus releases acetylcholine, which is what produces violent, aggressive behavior. So that might be a connection. Everybody that's been infected certainly seems to act aggressively. Maybe the worm feeds on acetylcholine, which floods our capacity to control violent behavior. Well, a parasite shouldn't want to kill its host. No, it doesn't kill you until it's extracted, then it... At least it's a poison. So you're saying it's possible that the worm makes you want to kill other people, which is maybe what happened to the first team. Well, what could happen to us?
1: Yeah, good fucking point, Nancy. <laughs> she's, she's like a nervous Nelly. Yeah. The whole time. That's that's what we see of her. Yep. She is a, a good, positive female role model. <laughs> she's the yin to Scully's <clears throat> yang, for yeah. sure. I guess you, you you buy yourself some time by having Scully on board, right? Right. You can have like a another female character that's just shit <laughs> and, and right. not be shitting all over women. Although her physicality.
0: Like when she freaks out, oh. I was like, Jesus, she's really <laughs> she's <laughs> really going for it. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, then Scully decides to go check out the corpses because time is of essence. Yeah.
1: Wants to take another look. She's she's being thorough and analytical and going yep. back over and over. Yep.
0: And uh <sighs> then Mulder gives his opinion, doesn't he? Yeah.
2: This area of the ice sheet is formed over a meteor crater. The worm lives in ammonia. It survives sub-zero temperatures. Theorists in alternative life designs believe in ammonia-supported life systems on planets with freezing temperatures. No. meteor, <laughs> that crashed here of a million years ago may have carried
0: that type of life to Earth. <laughs> did she just say no? Yeah, no. In the middle of your bullshit, <laughs> no. she shuts him down. <laughs>
1: don't say, don't say the a word. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Right.
0: What's of more importance to Scully is is the possibility of what happens and the rate of infection should this reach, say, New York. Right. That's a real fear. Bear
1: it, showing symptoms within minutes. Minutes. And then apparently losing control within not long after that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, we're talking from incubation to
1: his death, 15 minutes? Yeah, I 20? guess. 20? It's hard to tell. Yeah. A little bit of time might have passed, but not long. Yeah. Um, and Mulder wants to save it because it might be an alien, whatever. And yes. so he's like, whatever. What it is is a huge threat. How about we incinerate this shit? Yeah. Let's burn all these fucking bodies. They start arguing.
0: Yeah, I like that,
1: and I like this too. How it's shot, right? Yeah, their argument continues, but now we're hearing it from the perspective of the rest of the gang, which is perfect. Which is great because it feeds. So not good. Mm-hmm. The two FBI agents you're with are screaming and yelling at each other in the other room, right? About things they you, have the guns. You're
0: yeah. And so for really just a minute, if you can, because we're always taking Mulder's and Scully's perspective, because that's all we always have, right? Right. Here are two normal folks dealing with them. Like, this is very unique in X-Files. We don't get this often, do we?
1: Other perspectives looking at Mulder and Scully. Yeah, yeah in, not in a lot.
0: being concerned with what they're putting forth because the audience is always trusting them most for the time. And if we're not trusting one of them, we're trusting the other one over the other one. Sure. So it's in this case where we're like, hmm, this is kind of weird. Are we supposed to feel this way? They're giving us that perspective. Interesting. Yeah. And that's when uh, Hodge is like, they know... They knew about this ahead of time. And the paranoia really starts to set in. Like you said, we start to amplify their pre-existing ideas of these people. Yes. In the situation.
1: Which is done very well. Right. And then they kind of go to confront them. <laughs> and Hodge is like, um, you seem a little stressed out. Yeah. No shit. Scully's like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you also not stranded uh, in an Arctic... Right. station without chance of pickup or pilot extract right. with a uh, terrifying pathogen yes. w- somewhere around. Yes. Yeah, I I am stressed out.
0: Yeah. And that's when they they start talking exams, and Scully again says, we do these in front
1: of each other. Yep. But I guess by that she means divided by sex. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the boys and the girls split up. Mm-hmm. To Check each other out. Yep, Mulder has a, a great line. There's a camp. <laughs> you know, <a> sleepaway camp.
0: <laughs> What camp did you go to? I went to a Christian camp. Now, oh. oh. <laughs> bum,
1: pom pum. Wow. Low hanging fruit. <clears throat> um, Mulder has a good line, right? Right before he drops trowel. Yeah, I just I... before anyone passes judgment, <laughs> we are in the Arctic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they all check each other out, yep. and
0: every everybody's good. I think the idea here was obviously yeah they're split by sex, but you want to split by group too, so the group can get each other's trust again.
1: Yeah, oh, right, right. Because right. right. what? Because they're Scully not going to right, up. right.
0: They split each other up to
1: try to engender trust. Yep. Um, and okay, so we kind of we ease a little bit of tension off because the next shot is bought. I love it. Uh, 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 which one?
0: Right here, because we ease tension. Then everyone's like, all right, we're going to get some sleep. And there's this shot of that dark hallway with the red light in the background. And it makes the hallway where they're all going to sleep red-looking. Yeah. And they just hang on it for a while while they're got both going to their rooms. It's just, it's just cool, man. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, this is eerie. Mulder walks to his room. Scully walks to hers. And she turns, and she's like, good night, Mulder. Because... I think part of her maybe wants the company of him yeah. because of the fear. Like, we should be together. Yep. Not sexy, you fucking morons. But that'd be cool, too. But um, <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? I, I think she tries to engage him a
1: little bit to yep. get him to... Say, she, you know what I mean? Yeah, and she wants some reassurance, too. She's like, hey, at least everybody's okay. And what does Mulder say? <laughs> R- last thing before you go to bed, hey, just remember... The dog spots went away, too. Night. Good night. i looking <laughs> awesome. I see you in the morning. And another one of my favorite moments is the next minute or so here. We see everybody in their room. And again, you're talking about amplifying whatever is existing in their personalities. Scully. We get everyone's POV. Yep. One at a time. Scully's looking around. She's in this room. And you realize this is one of the dead people. All these rooms. Yeah. It's fucked. And she like kind of looks down at like these pictures and then freaks the fuck out. She starts turning them over. Because think about how alien that would feel. Right. To be sleeping in the room of somebody that was living there only days ago. Yeah. That then lost his mind and killed everyone else. Yeah. That happened on Tuesday. Yeah. It's Friday. Yeah. So she freaks out, (laughs) knocks everything down, pulls the desk in front. We see Denny like just looking all kinds of fucking flipping out. Awesome. Listen to his game. Yep. Uh, <laughs> D-Bag Hodge is like making a, a analytical list of why everybody else is infected but him. Yep. Um, what's her name there? Nancy? He's doing like a personality profile
0: breakdown. <laughs> kind of dick. Kind of a dick. Bullet one. <laughs> Bullet two.
1: Scully's kind of hot. <laughs> I might be able to swing that. <laughs> Nancy's just crying. Yeah. Just crying and crying. And Mulder's just kind of playing with his gun, I guess. Yeah, he's laying there, and then he gets up to go
0: out. He hears something. For a split second, yeah, he hears something. For a split second, you're like, don't leave your gun. And then he turns around and grabs his gun. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, he hears a door shut. Yeah. He's like, weird. So he goes into the, He ventures into the hallway. And then he realizes Denny's room is empty, in the game that he so loves
1: Ow! is just sitting there on the bed. Where's Denny? Yeah. Where did he go? <laughs> I don't hear him laughing anywhere. Imagine if he heard that, like, echoing down the halls. Oh, God. <laughs> I fucking go. I, just, I, just, I go right back in my room. locked His rivulets <laughs> forming in the Levi's. Just stain spreading. So,
0: yeah. Murphy. <laughs> so, Mulder presses on and... He finds some dripping blood. Mm. This is such great tension here. Yeah, it's it's so good. And just as the others arrive in the room, this is pretty <laughs> tropey, but I don't mind it so much. He pulls him out. What did you do, Mulder, You
1: murdered him. It's like clue <laughs> when the cook falls out. Yeah. He's like, I didn't kill him. I didn't kill her. Right? It's really funny. I love like the reaction is not like, oh holy shit, oh my god, what happened? It's Mulder, What are you doing? Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, right. Who right. says that? Yeah, who says that? Upon seeing a person with a dead body, was it Scully who said what it? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> holding this dead I body. I found this guy, but Mulder now immediately like turns the tables big time, right? In terms big of time. paranoia and suspicion.
0: Yes, it gets pretty intense here. And uh is this where they have a, a whole moment of guns drawn, guns and drawn, and anger here? Yeah, yes. I think so. Mulder,
2: just put the gun down and let Hodge give you a blood test. So he can doctor the results. I'm not going to let him stick a needle in me. He could be infected. He has to be confined now. Then just turn around and let us take a look at your neck. I'm not turning my back on anyone. Scully, get that gun off me. Mulder, you have to understand. Put it down.
0: You put it down first. Scully. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's intense, dude.
1: Yeah. Guns drawn. Scully and Mulder fucking guns in each other's faces. Yeah. Never seen that before. Yep. I love Scully here because she's so,
0: she sticks to her fucking guns, right? Yep. She's like, you're getting the test.
1: I'm not putting my gun down. Stop it. Yeah. And, and I like that he, she finally gets through to him and he does lower his gun. He does. You know, he shows probably the only person he trusts is Scully. Right. So she gets through to him. Yep. Um, Agrees to go in the timeout room. Yeah. Cause she says, you know, you may not be who you are. Yep. And he'll he goes Why in there not <laughs>
2: who we are.
1: Right. Gives them a creepy line. Or gives her. Oh, I mean, I'll be safer in here. Like What? what? Are you fucking just trying to what? Like, give what? her nightmares? Uh, what are you gonna shapeshift and terrorize
0: London? <laughs> what do you mean you'll be safer in here? Are you gonna sprout fur, you fucking. <laughs> Lock the door. (laughs) Handcuff me to the radiator. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fucking crazy. Yeah. So, uh, Scully then comes out and sees, eventually she sees, um, Nancy kind of like fell asleep because she's exhausted at the, at the microphone, microphone, Jesus, at the microscope.
1: Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. They're both. She goes to take a little sneak peek at the back Mm. of her neck. Um, She liked what she saw on the exam. Yeah. Yeah. What's a little more? Snaps awake. Well, and then Hodge grabs her from behind. Oh, that's right, dude. And then he's like, listen, um, you're the only one with a gun. Right. If you get infected, we're we're fucked. Right. Scully, unbelievable reaction. Unbelievable. I would never do this. Yes. Ever. But she's like, she thinks about it for a second, and she's like, he's right. You know, if I get infected, there's no chance. She immediately takes the magazines out of both pistols and s- throws them out the door into the snow. Yes. I my I would have said, you're right, I am the only one here with a pistol. Mm. You better hope I'm not infected.
0: Because <laughs> no, I'm you not. You don't even have to say that. No. I, you, you're right, I am the only one with a pistol. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you're right. Okay. Crickets. Are
1: you done? <laughs> Are we done here? <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking Scully, like,
0: that's Strength of character move. and an, intelligence.
1: Uh, impressive as always. Yeah.
0: Um, then she's like, I better call this Doolittle
1: again. Yeah. So she tries, no luck. And, it, and he's, Hodge is already counting Mulder out. He's already talking about the three of them. Yes. And she, yeah, Scully's like, hey, he's, you know, it's not Mulder's fault if he's infected, whatever. That's right. Um, And, and then they begin running some more tests. Yes. And,
0: I like this moment because I like when Hodge gets pissed at Nancy. The frustration, the frustration, The fucking the anger fatigue. just blows up yep. in her face. Um, you wasted hours of work, and she's like, I'm not your assistant. Why yeah. you treating me like I'm a doctor? All that yeah, shit. Yeah, because they're a couple, right? I don't know.
1: Y- y- I kind of feel... Based on his
0: role in Poison Ivy 2, he's probably <laughs> fucking her.
1: <laughs> Whether or not that's public knowledge. I kind of got the impression, like, from yeah. the first time they... But they're trying to be professional, so they're not really talking about it. I think you're right. Safe Um, bet. But yeah, so they make a mistake, right? They, he's trying to check what happens if you put non-infected blood with infected blood, how thing reacts. Correct. They accidentally put two worms together. Yep. They infect
0: one blood. They put one worm in an already infected blood, which wasn't the test he was running. So that's why he's all jerked off about it. But come to find out, one of them kills the other one, or they kill each other. The worm this so is totally. what happens. And that's when we get into this interesting discussion about the procreation of these things.
2: It does to the invader what it did to humans. It makes them kill. It doesn't make any sense for a species to kill its own. It needs another to procreate. Worms are hermaphroditic and can reproduce itself.
1: Shit. Oh. <laughs> well, that changes things. Yeah. Um, and now they kind of have a theory, right? They do. So, if, if they kill each other, then if somebody's infected mm-hmm. and we introduce a new worm, yep. will that essentially work every time?
0: I don't know, but we do have an infected pooch nearby. Let's see yeah. if we can fix the pooch. This is smart, right? To test on a dog? Sure. Great idea. Yeah. What? They have, it, it would have been, I would have tested it on anybody who was infected, right? you got an <laughs> infected person, yeah. or dog in this case. Right. Because you don't know if anyone else is actually infected, right? You don't. You, they think, they Mulder think Mulder is.
1: might be, but they don't know, right? And you certainly would want to test it before you. Of put course. It. But the, okay, so they let it crawl in the dog's ear. Yep. Gross. Totally gross. <clears throat> the dog is like, I think it's still asleep, kind of. Yeah. Has like little doggy dreams. Yep. Legs are like kicking. Yep. And um, then he like opens his eyes and he seems okay. Mm-hmm. Then the doctor. After seven seconds, just reaches his bare fucking hands in there with a stethoscope and listens to the dog's heartbeat, which, by the way, was shortly before a homicidal creature, Mm -hmm. infected creature, just listens to his heartbeat for seven seconds. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's fine.
0: Yeah. I think I know why he got this assignment. They want him as far away from people as possible. (laughs) He's a dangerous person. (laughs) (laughs) Not. I mean, that's not
1: smart is it (laughs) how do you fucking know how do you know the dog's okay it's a doctor because it like it looked friendlier for a second yeah he was like i'm a dog (laughs) (laughs) i'm not barking anymore i'm a good dog (laughs) and
0: then immediately cut to like next thing you know the dog smashes your head in with a mason jar (laughs) the dog (laughs) running around they're feeding it yeah acting normal not not yeah not attacking on sight (laughs) immediately yeah so it's immediately, cures him immediately based on the dog's demeanor, I think is what we're supposed to believe.
1: Yeah. That's what they're showing us. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm just kind of making yeah, jokes. Yeah, of course. Because I, I assume behind the scenes, they probably ran some tests. <laughs> right. Um, So. This is when we're Scully's good. like,
0: let me go talk to Mulder.
1: Yeah. Because they don't want to just stick it right in him. Yeah. And she's like, let me. uh, Let me make this voluntary. Right. So. Yeah, he immediately alleviates any concern by acting very rational and calm when Scully walks in. Yep doesn't doesn't he? <laughs> or is that or is that the exact opposite? It's totally totally opposite. Actually, do you know what my do you know what my notes say? <laughs> <laughs> Mulder looks all squinty and weird. Is paranoid as fuck and yeah. sketchy.
0: Yeah,
1: he looks like a crackhead. <laughs> He, he looks like a crackhead, strung out crackhead,
0: and that's when he's like, "I wanna trust you," like whispering to her. Yeah. So I don't, don't trust them. Yeah, I don't trust
1: them. <laughs> um, so Scully tries to convince him, mm-hmm. um, tries to calm him down a bit, and then it's like, "Hey, they're not here. Let me shh, inspect you." Right. L- looks at his neck, then he looks at hers again. You know. One time, the one person we've seen infected, we saw the, the worm move. The squiggly worm in the neck. We don't know that that's 100%. Sure. Like, <laughs> this is, is it not foolproof? Is it just always running up and down your neck? So yeah. if you look at any moment, you see it? Yeah. I guess? Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Because <laughs> uh, what if it's already up in your hypothalamus and it's just chilling up there?
0: Could be. Right? Yeah. Whatever. No, but it's a good point because they're going off of things they've known for like two minutes.
1: Yeah, and they're all medical doctors. Right. These aren't like idiots like you or I. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's cool. The tension is cool. And then then it's uh, Hodge and Nancy outside talking. Yep. And they're, they're getting concerned, right? Because it's taking a little while. They're yep. chatting in there. And then when Scully comes out, she's like, I've examined
0: him. He's uninfected. And that's that. That's it. <clears throat> so we're not putting this swarm in him. No. And this part is, makes me mad. <laughs> I First of all, I don't trust anybody enough, especially in those circumstances. Lead the way.
1: You're right. I'll be right behind you. Yeah, no. I got you, I got I'll be back six. here. Where you can't see. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, all right, sure. I want to go check him out too. Over there in you the lab. first. After. Go ahead. turn around. And they, um, they They just... bushwhack them. Yeah. Bushwhack them sons of bitches. Once again, um, two FBI agents are overpowered pretty easily (laughs) by people you would not normally consider physical combatants. Well, apparently Nancy's a beast. (laughs) She is. Jesus. Um, I I guess they just don't do hand-to-hand training down in Guanaco? I don't think they do. They don't do that anymore?
0: Yeah, they gave it up.
1: I guess so. (laughs) Because scully gets tossed in and locked in the the timeout room yep she gets thrown in the timeout room Mulder gets manhandled put in a hammer lock like it's 1984 (laughs) (laughs) and uh they get him down and they're gonna fucking stick that thing in his ear yeah i think
0: nancy might have alien strength at this point okay that's my only excuse for the scene is that not the excuse to where i go ahead lead the way (laughs) i'll be right back here Trust in that fucking
1: Alien cream. worm strength.
0: Alien worm strength. Right. Yep.
1: <clears throat> but this is a cool moment. Yeah. Just the, the tension is pretty high here. Yep. This,
0: this episode's full of m- cool moments, and this is another one of them. Yep. A nice whoa for the audience.
1: When you see her leaning down with the worm, like, just, just a tip, just mm-hmm. ready to get in there. Yep. And Hodge looks over and sees that fucking thing on the back of
0: her neck. And he pushes her away yeah. Boom like, His instinct
1: Mulder yeah. is her
0: Yeah Boom He shoves her away And
1: That's when she Gets Crazy Yeah She lets out quite a war cry here If I remember correctly <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's just some of her noises. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I heard that noise, <laughs> <laughs> um, the- she starts. She just blows up Mulder. Boom! Yeah. Runs by him. Yeah, it does like the Terry Tate office linebacker. Yeah. Boom! Just crushes him. See
0: you later. Runs, takes off gets into the lab and just starts breaking Freak <laughs> Freaking the fuck Fuck this up. lab, she says. This, yeah. She's pissed at this lab. I am not going to help him with Smash.
1: his experience anymore. Smash. I I'm don't, not his assistant. I don't even like science. Smash, sure. yep. I want it to be an artist. Yep. Um, they tackle her. Oh, yeah. Get her pinned down. Yep. Um, and now they got to get the worm in her. Yep. Mick. May- they- yeah, the only really silly, like, well, there's a couple, like, silly lines of dialogue in this is when they're, like, getting ready to do it and Scully's like, but wait! If we do that, all, all the worms will be dead. You know, because earlier they yeah. had that. Like, really? I don't, think, I don't think you'd bring that up right now. I don't really care. All <laughs> I care about is this. <sighs>
0: Sounds like a fun night.
1: That is the creepiest shit ever. (laughs) (laughs) Saw seven.
0: So the worm is successfully inserted into her ear hole. And um, that's it.
1: Yep. Then our little mini epilogue scene. She's getting taken away in a um, little hazmat suit. Yep. And uh, Hodge is explaining, you know, that... Our tests came back normal. Yep. We've been released. We're good to go. Mulder's like, well, I'm cool. done. Yeah. Time to go back up there. You guys let's, ready? Let's get all the fucking... Tie your boots. All the sciencey shit we need. You got your knapsack? He, he goes over a little list. Yeah. And he's like, all right, let's go do it. Let's you do guys, it right.
0: Yeah. Let's do it again. He goes, ready? And Hodge is like, oh. Oh, yeah, you are crazy. You didn't, I'm starting to sympathize with Hodge. Did you not hear? <laughs> did you not hear
1: uh, they burned everything. Ooh. The military, the, or CDC. the CDC, or somebody. somebody. Your people, he says. Yeah, They're your people. He's still
0: pissed at this guy. Yeah. He still hates Mulder's guts. <laughs> he knows. Especially after suggesting they go back. Yeah, sure. Fuel the plane uh, up. Yeah, ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Blizzard passed,
1: and uh, I-, I like I like the end. This is the very last Mulder. Oh, this one. <laughs> it's still
2: there, Scully. Two hundred thousand years down in the ice.
1: Leave it there. Night, night. (laughs) The resignation and just disinterest in her voice. Yeah. Like, because you really get a feel for how fucking nightmarish of of a time that was. Right. She's like, whatever. I'm not fucking going back there. What do you mean? (laughs) I got another
0: Native American pilot. His name is Hawk. Coyote. (laughs) Coyote. (laughs) He's going to fly the plane. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Ice. Ice is so good. I could watch it again right now. I love that episode. I could for sure. It's really good. Uh, Final thoughts. Well, if this episode taught me anything, it's a couple of things. (laughs) Did it teach you about Native American culture? One 50% of female doctors are just batshit crazy, unreliable, and worthless. Two, Native Americans don't trust white people. They can fix their own wounds, and they are prone to stabbing you in the back with mason jars on top of the head. Three, when you enter a contaminated area that you dug up a fucking 8 million year old ice cube and there's worms that kill each other in it, Take as little precaution as possible to insulate yourself from infection.
1: Body substance isolation. Yeah, It's there SOP.
0: You there you go. None of that. Throw <laughs> that away. Okay? Yeah. And um, I don't know. Do you want to add to that? Lessons learned. I like Lessons it. Lessons learned. Yeah that's, yeah. that's my
1: final thoughts on ice. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, all right. It was great. Had fun. You want to talk uh, the way to do tension in a TV show? This is a good yeah. example. Yes um, This was my pick right So your pick for next week Squeeze Oh fuck Yeah Nice Speaking of
0: tension Except actual physical tension <laughs> Squeezing through small places
1: <laughs> Mr. Tooms. Mr. Tooms, One of the best X-Files bad guys
0: Why do I want to do this episode? You'll have to check in next week to find out why Ooh.
1: Damn that's hot
0: Cliffhanger Alright we are out of here You ready? <laughs> Hey, everybody, this is Dean with LSG Media, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of the X-Files podcast. Be sure to check us out on LibertyStreetGeek.net to see what other shows we have going, like the Science Fiction Film Podcast, The Walking Dead Podcast, the Game of Thrones Podcast, podcast for days. Get over LibertyStreetGeek.net and check us out. Thanks. Bye.